Hi, this is Jackie Russo, and I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks for coming in and listening. I hope you enjoy it and learn something from it. If it's your first time, please be sure to subscribe so you can keep getting it. You can subscribe through iTunes or through the razorbranding.org website and just put it right into your RSS feed. If you'd like to hit me up for more information, you can find me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Hi, it's Jackie Russo with Razor Branding. And today we're going to talk about pricing. Man, talk about a way to kill the room. (laughs) There's nothing fun or exciting when you're talking about money. It's a quick conversation killer, but it's important. If you don't know going in what your options are, you're going to end up paying too much for something. And this goes for all aspects of your life, whether you're talking about, you know, getting some work done at your house or your car or in your office, whatever it might be, you've got to know what uh, you can do to save money. We have to be good stewards, uh, fiscally responsible. So today we're going to talk about project pricing versus hourly pricing for a branding agency. Now, most agencies work on an hourly basis and that's fine. That's how the system's always worked. It's just a challenge. When you want to do something creative, it's really hard to put that into the perspective of hours. And I've worked at those agencies. Uh, the agencies that I've worked at before, it was pretty much a basic process. Every employee of the agency filled out a time card every day, uh, digitally, obviously, and submitted it to HR, payroll, accounting, whatever. And then they made sure that the hours spent on the projects actually matched up to the time you spent doing the work and then there was a balance and so the client might have been given a cost estimate assuming the project would take let's say 10 hours and then as all the various people throughout the agency work on the project those hours quickly add up so once the 10 hours is exceeded then the client is sent an invoice every Friday for any hours over the 10. So a project where you thought was gonna only take 10 hours could ultimately cost 15 hours, 18 hours, 24 hours, 46 hours, whatever it takes. I find that this diminishes the creative process in so many ways. Number one, the members of your creative team don't typically really come up with creative ideas from eight to five within a certain time frame. The idea hits them when the idea hits them. And sometimes they may need more than the 10 hours allocated to come up with the right idea. So we've got to give them room to work. We have to give them enough time and energy and space to come up with the great idea that they're searching for. Number two, those pesky timesheets. So there's lots of systems, right? There's a bunch of different project management systems that'll track time for you. And sometimes it does a pretty good job, but some Sometimes most of our artists start by drawing by hand before they get into the computer. And so then to track that time interrupted by an email or a phone call or a quick trip to the restroom or a fast session where they're chatting with other members of the team to try to come up with the right idea. Well, so now at the end of the day, maybe they only have three hours recorded in total work time. Well, they have to account for the other five. So what ends up happening is your creative team is forced to either try to be more Uh, specific in their time than their natural abilities allow, 
or they just turn into liars. I mean, basically, they're just winging it. They're making up that timesheet as they go. And that's forcing a relationship to start off on a pretty bad foot when they have to lie to you about what they're doing and how they're spending their time. So that's kind of bad. Um, another challenge is for you. If you are supposed to budget accordingly and you don't really know how many hours the project is going to take, well, you run the risk of going very far over budget very quickly. And so now all of a sudden you're getting these surprise bills every week. So do you call the agency and say, thanks, I appreciate the invoice that I got today. No, you do not. You're mad. So that really degrades the relationship even further. It just can sometimes become a problem. So what we did from the beginning of our agency's existence was eliminate the timesheet, eliminate the lying internally on how you spent your time and the having to go defend the invoice each week to the client for how long something took. And so we've done this long enough. It's been, you know, over 20 years. So we know how long projects should take and we make a price accordingly. Now, sometimes they take a little longer. Sometimes, although very rarely, they go a little faster. And so, okay, either way, it's a wash. At the end of the day, the project price is the project price. And the reason we do that is so that we can get down to focusing on the work. And the only thing the creatives have to worry about is the deadline and coming up with something that really is going to get the job done. Because it's got to be about results. It has to be about getting more business for the client. And however that business comes, in the sake of patients or clients or products or services, whatever it is that you're selling, you need more of it to be sold. And so we don't want to be haggling around back and forth with hours, defending to you why it took 18 hours when we originally estimated 10 hours, you dealing with a blown budget uh, because you weren't prepared for the additional expenses. So we just take all that off the table and do project pricing. And for a lot of clients, most clients, every client, it really is a better system. Now, sometimes it means project pricing, but in a different way. So we go to a retainer. That way, you know exactly what to expect month in, month out, and we can work on those projects throughout the year and everything gets taken care of. Now, do we sometimes get taken advantage of a little bit? Maybe. Maybe sometimes clients push it and have us do a little more because it's not going to rack up additional charges, but we have honest conversations about them. We talk about the fact that, look, you're just making all these changes to see what it's going to look like. Trust us. And when we have the trust of our clients, we tend to get a great job done very well and be very successful. So it works out really well. So whether you're on a project basis, a retainer basis, or heaven forbid, an hourly basis, at the end of the day, are you getting a return on that investment? That's what really matters. Are you seeing improvements to your bottom line? Is your agency giving you what you need to grow and improve your billings? your profitability, etc. And if not, then maybe you need to think about a different system. Uh, so I hope this has helped answer some questions for you on the options out there when it comes to billing. Don't feel like you have to get stuck into the hourly system just because that's how everybody does it, because in fact, not everybody does it that way. There are options. So I hope that this episode of RazorBranding.org has been beneficial. If you have questions, you can always hit me up at Jackie Russo. You can go to RazorBranding.org, leave comments. If you are so inclined, I would super appreciate you going to uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening to, iTunes probably, and give us a quick five stars because that really helps us stay at the top of the list. 
and uh, we love being at the top of stuff because gosh knows we're a little competitive around here. So thanks a lot. Tune in for the next episode. And as always, if you have specific topics that you'd like us to cover, send one over. This was a submitted topic and we're glad to talk about it. Thanks so much.